0: Helping you make sense of life, culture, and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 Weekdays on Vision Christian Radio. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Exploring faith and the future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher Dr. Camille Marshterley.
1: We're continuing on today talking about changing borders, changing constitutions, looking at those nations in the world where change is happening now. How do we make sense of those things? Are they important for us to understand what is happening now, maybe based on things that have happened in the past? Camille, with the UK, as we concentrate on the UK, the background is particularly important if we're understanding the way things function
2: at the moment. I've always been a keen student of British history, British literature, and so on. And when there was that referendum for independence in September 2014 in Scotland, I made it a point to study it a bit more. You'll never understand the present, and you can never position yourself for the future until you have a background of the past. So what I've seen is that Scotland is very much a distinct nation for sure and Scottish identity is indisputable we all know that the Scots are not the same as the English nevertheless some amazing evolution happened over the period of a few centuries one of the key events was 1603 when the Scottish king James the 6th son of Mary queen of scots became James the 1st in other words, he took over from Elizabeth I and sat on the English throne, and the two thrones or two crowns combined in 1603. It could even be argued, as one historian put it, that Scotland took over England because of James I, who, of course, is the man that gave us the King James Bible. A century later, 1707, was the Act of Union, where the the thrones and the, and the like of Britain and Scotland became as one, not just the thrones, the, the, the parliaments. Now, interestingly, some things stayed the same. Scotland, for example, continued to have its own church, its own currency, da, 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 but they were a union. And this union, along with Ireland and Wales, became what we know as Great Britain. Let's look at the Scottish and English in particular is not a subjugation situation but as a marriage in 1707. And, Neil, I would argue from everything we could tell, for the most part, it was a very successful marriage. But there are legendary rivalries
1: that we might understand, either from literature or from the movies, between Scotland and England. And some might argue that doesn't one nation have an opportunity, if they can, to secure a different and better place for their future? But what you're saying is there is a need to work
2: together. Marriages are a wonderful partnership, Neil. (laughs) We can always try to go it alone uh, and live the single life. And by the way, there are people, God's people, that there's a few of them that are called to live that life and live it very fruitfully and fulfilled. But just as in the natural, most of God's people he's called to be married, in this case, that's what's happened with England and Scotland and, of course, adding Northern Ireland, Wales, and and the like— They became the United Kingdom. And from the time of that union, from what I can tell, and I'm still learning things, that's when the British Empire took off. That's when Britain left her mark on the world. That's when globalization began. Globalization, from my understanding, really was a British imperial creation, starting in the mid-19th century, free movement of goods, services, people, and ideas. This wasn't an English This was a British thing. The English, the Scots, the Welsh, the Irish working together. It's like a family affair.
0: Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Marjdele from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Marjdele, including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith and the Future, go to vision.org.au.